everybody, I'm Chef India and this is Soft Spice and Smoke. Today I'm going to show you how to make a bone broth gravy. I want to show you how to make a comforting meal using gravy. Um, gravy is something that you can make out of a lot of things, but today we're going to make gravy out of bone broth. So what you need to do is you're going to start with some bones. Where do you get bones? You can get bones from the grocery store, the farmer's market, from your butcher shop. They should have bones readily available for soups, stocks, things of this nature where you can be able to buy them and come home and make your own bone broth. So we've talked about what we're making sauce-wise, right? We're gonna make a bone broth gravy. But let me talk you through what we're cooking. I mean, you can make this gravy for anything, but today we're going to do something a little fancy, a sous vide beef tenderloin. Along with that, we're going to saute some fingerling potatoes, some shallots, all right? Um, these other vegetables are gonna be for our bone broth. We wanna add flavor to this bone broth. I'll show you in a little bit the steps that we're gonna take to make that, but in the boiling process of making this broth, we're gonna add some thyme, some white onion, some celery, some garlic, and some carrot. We have a garlic herb dry uh, spice blend. We've got some peppercorns, um, salt and pepper mix, apple cider vinegar, star anise, bay leaves, and then another part of our dish that we'll do a little bit later is we're going to utilize this potato starch to make our gravy. And then I've got some panko breadcrumbs where I'm just going to uh, utilize that a little bit as a garnish for our steak. start with our bones. Um, make sure you get a huge stock pot for this. This is something that you're going to be able to make in abundance. And make sure you have some gloves on for your safety. So we are just going to add our bones to the stock pot. Alright. Meat. Done. Gloves. Off. And now we can get to the rest of our ingredients. You just want to make sure that you have enough to cover and you just make sure that you have enough to give you some excess liquid when you're done. And now we're going to need to flavor this. When you guys buy broth from the store, it is flavored. So vegetable broth comes from all sorts of vegetables, um, beef and chicken broth. It's just not, you know, bones and water and meat and water. It's all kinds of other goodness. So we are going to put in some celery. We're going to put in some carrots. We're gonna put in some cut whole onion. I'm leaving the skin on even. There's lots of flavor in this. We don't wanna waste anything. Gonna add in some garlic. And then we're gonna add in some thyme. We're gonna move forward and add some seasoning. Add some bay leaf. So about four sprigs of that. Some star anise. But we don't wanna overpower our broth with this. So I'm only gonna add about two and a half pieces of that. So peppercorn, we're gonna add a little spice. This is a mixed peppercorn, black, white, and pink. We're just going to go with just a little bit of spice. So just two to maybe three pinches. You'll learn that sometimes it's just about eyeballing and making sure that it just looks right. Couple tablespoons of apple cider vinegar, a few pinches of this garlic and herb spice blend to finish this off just some salt and pepper. We'll do three. 
Now that you got everything in there, just turn on the heat. And we're gonna go for medium high, and we're gonna let this go while we cook the rest of our meal. So now that we've got our bone broth going, we're gonna work on our filet. Um, as mentioned earlier, I'm gonna sous vide this filet. Essentially just cooking your proteins and vegetables or whatever you like really in a water bath. Um, today we're gonna to be using the Chef Steph's Jewel and I'll walk you guys through how that's gonna work. Whatever meat you choose, right, you wanna season it first. And again, I'm using my gloves because for sanitary purposes, you don't wanna be just touching raw meat. We're going to utilize some of the elements that we utilize in the broth to season this. Start with my garlic herb seasoning and then salt and pepper. And just make sure with your gloved hand that it's incorporated enough. You don't wanna to get too crazy with seasoning meats. Um, really, salt and pepper is all you really need, but if you wanna do an addition of like this garlic herb mix that we're doing, and we'll show you how to make this in another episode, um, it's a, just a great all-purpose seasoning that you can use to season your meats. Then I'm gonna do is so I'm gonna flip it over. Just make sure each side is flat. We're going to get the garlic herb, and we're going to sprinkle, salt and pepper, sprinkle, and make sure it's incorporated. You can also make sure it's on the edges. We've got some excess here on this plate, so we can just make sure that it's seasoned all the way around. Looks really good to me. Again, you don't want to overpower this beautiful piece of meat with too much seasoning, so you want to keep it simple. I'm going to place each one of these into the bag. Okay, feel free to take my other glove off. And then from here, we're just going to add a little bit of our excess apple cider vinegar. Vinegar is always great for working with meats, it tenderizes, all that good stuff. And then what you wanna do is you wanna show your meat some love. Another thing that you might wanna do is I see that I do have a good bit of air in this bag, so I just wanna get the excess air out and then zip it back up. The reason for that is because we are cooking this in water and uh, it'll float if not. Once we select steak, it allows us to select temperature. I like to go with their standard. There are different types of temperatures for different types of textures based off how you want your steak to be finished but I'm gonna go with their fave, which is 129 degrees Fahrenheit. This is going to give me a hot center pink um, steak that I can then sear and not lose any tenderness or juiciness when we, when we go through that searing process. Then I'm gonna set my time. So, you know, they wanna know how thick your steak is, and these aren't too thick. Um, I'm gonna go with the three uh, fourths inch which is gonna make us have a 45 minute cooking time. And then once you get all that set, you're gonna hit start. Now this jewel is gonna bring the water to a temperature at 129 degrees Fahrenheit. Right now it's at 74. So once it gets to the perfect temperature, the app is gonna let me know. I can put my steak in and then we'll be good to go. We're gonna hit start and the timer starts and then we add our protein to the water. So I'll put my phone down. Really what you wanna do, now this water is hot, so all you need to do is just kind of slide it in on the side. We took that air out so that meat should just go straight down to the bottom. I do have a little bit of air here, so just open up the bag, release that air, 
You wanna make sure that's totally submerged. On the bottom of this, we're going to make a parsnip puree. Parsnip, the skin is kinda, eh, you wanna peel it. So, we're gonna peel this. Basically, we don't need to cut these down in small pieces. You just wanna cut them to where when we boil them, because essentially what we're gonna do is we're going to puree this in our blender anyway. So it doesn't have to be perfect cuts. I'm just getting them into smaller pieces so we can get them boiled up pretty quickly. Once you have your parsnips boiled, um, all you really need to do is take out the parsnips from the pot, put it in the blender, and you never really want to put just solid uh, pieces of anything in your blender. You really need some liquid in there to make that puree come to life. So you're going to pan out the parsnips, put it in your blender, and then you're gonna pour over um, just the juice, the water that the parsnips uh, boiled in, and together blend it up. And that's all you really need to do to make this parsnip puree. So when your steak is completely cooked, your sous vide will definitely let you know via your app, you'll get a notification. And all you really need to do is take it out of the bag and you really don't want to sear a wet piece of meat. So what you're gonna need to do is put it on a plate and take some paper cloth, paper towel, and you wanna pat it dry so you get all that excess liquid off of your meat. So when you sear it, you have a dry surface and it'll allow you to get those crispy um, edges that you really want as if you had cooked that steak um, on a grill or on a, you know, um, stove top, just like you would see in a restaurant. But technically, what you did was you boiled it and then you seared it and you won't know the difference because it's gonna taste really, really great. So what you wanna do is you wanna get you a pan, put some oil in it, and you just need a little bit of oil just to cover the bottom. Um, what we're looking for is a really hot pan. So you wanna put your heat on medium high, give your pan just a couple minutes to, to kinda get that temperature rising because what you wanna do is you're not really cooking the steak. The steak is already cooked, right? You're only looking to sear it and you're only looking to kinda get those edges um, crispy as if you did cook it entirely in a pan, but we didn't. You just wanna lay it in there, wait for the sizzle, and when your meat hits the pan and you hear that sizzle, you're doing the right thing. Um, really all you need is a couple minutes, three to five minutes on each side, just depending upon how thick your steak is. And what we're looking for is a really browned, crispy edge or side of your steak. And then when you see that on one side, you're gonna flip it over and you're gonna repeat. And once it's done, you just take out both pieces, light on a cutting board to rest. What we're gonna do is we're gonna make a little crust. Um, I'm going to basically just take some plain panko breadcrumbs and we're going to cook it down in some butter, um, some seasoning, and as that cooks up, it's gonna crisp up. It is going to brown, so don't be afraid that the panko is browning, as long as you don't burn it, but you're going to stir it and cook it down until it gets really brown, and then once that's cooked, you just take it out, put it aside, because we're gonna actually put it on our steak a little bit later. To make our bone broth gravy, what we're going to do is we're going to take another pan, and we're going to melt down some butter. We're gonna use some of the potato starch we talked about in the beginning, and together we're going to basically cook down this potato starch in the butter, kind of thicken it up to start this gravy.
take our bone broth and pour it in like so. How much bone broth? It just depends on how thick you want your gravy or thin. Um, I'm going to use about four ladles of the bone broth that we made earlier today and that should give us the right consistency because what I'm really looking for is something that could be dripped or drizzled onto our steak um, for the plating process. Once you have that in there, all you really need to do is kind of stir and make sure that everything is incorporated. And as you stir, you can check your thickness. If you need to add more broth, you can. Um, but once you've incorporated that broth, you're gonna mix it up, check for your consistency, and you should be good to go. So we are going to have a couple different um, vegetables added on to our dish, just kind of like some quick side items. And we are going to pan sear some potatoes and shallots. So we cut them in half and basically in a really hot pan, all we're gonna do is get some oil and we're gonna sear them up. But let's just take it one step at a time. So we're gonna take our pan, medium high heat, we're gonna add some oil. We want that to get to a good temperature where it's really hot but not really smoky because we don't want to burn our vegetables. And once it's really hot and we're ready to go, we're just going to place these potatoes and shallots in face down and we're gonna sear the first side. Once that kinda gets crispy on one side, you know, you can give your pan a little bit of swirl. Um, you wanna check your potatoes and your shallots, make sure that they're good and seared on one side. And once they look good, you can go ahead and turn them over on the other side. And the reason why we uh, put them face down first because, you know, that inner side that we cut, um, you know, we want to get that to a level to where that kind of cooks through. And then on the outside, that's going to take a little bit longer. So a good trick to kind of cook these potatoes um, down together and make sure they're cooked even, we're going to add a little bit of the bone broth in and that's going to kind of steam up and allow us to cook these potatoes down so where they're cooked evenly and uh, thoroughly and that uh, we can go ahead and have a great potato to add to our plate. So once these potatoes and shallots are cooked through, uh, we're gonna add them to the plate with our steak um, once everything is done so we can pull that together with these side items. guys we basically pulled a dish together from just very simple ingredients the star of the show was the bone broth gravy and I hope that you guys enjoyed that and learned how to make that and you'll start making that dish um, well that sauce at home look forward to other sauce spice and smoke episodes I hope that you subscribe click that bell notification so you can be notified when we do more episodes um, there's certainly more to come I appreciate you all Follow me on Instagram at chefindia.co or you can follow Sauce Queen at sauceclean.co and we'll see you next time.